0: Today, Irish actress Eve Hewson is here with a sneak peek of her new feel good film, plus the hot podcast that's being called A Work of Genius. We'll meet the ladies behind Normal Gossip. And we're talking about music superstar Billie Eilish on the cover of Variety Magazine. What the singer's saying about her early rise to fame and growing up too fast.
1: From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, oh, up, it's today
0: with Hoda and Jenna it all starts right now Everybody welcome in! It is November the 14th. Girl, let me tell you what I'm doing tonight. What are you doing tonight? I am reading this new book by um their two sisters. What are their names? Jenna and Barbara. Oh, to my kids tonight. You are. I'm very excited. Yes, tonight is the night I read that book to them because I have not yet read it to them and I have a signed copy. Oh, I hope they love it. Love comes first, y'all. Uh, very, very excited. Oh, that's they're really excited cute. I
1: would thought maybe I was missing something, like a no, something we always miss, an award show. Something. something else. By the
0: way, we're gonna talk about the Grammys later today, if you're wondering, like, because I don't feel like we gave it enough do. Oh. Who got nominated for Grammys? Yes. Was it really Taylor? Was it this one? Was it that? Who? We want
1: we're, to We're going to get into it. We're We'd like unpack. to know. Um, okay, so Billie Eilish, one of our Wait, favorites. before we go, can
0: we oh. just... Yes, for we one can. one second, I'm sorry. We There sure were two g- girls on the plaza who were so cute, and they had a sign that said, she's the my They've been outside since six Five forty five five forty five. Okay. Wait, what are where you, are what, you guys from? North Dakota. North Dakota. North Dakota. And what what are your names? I'm Jenny. I'm Tammy. Which one's Jenna? Or I'm I'm Jenna You're You're Jenna You're Hoda
1: I'm a firecracker Oh my god And Hoda And then Well I just (laughs) called you Hoda (laughs) But are are you more Sort of motivational (laughs) Giving quotes To your
0: friends Lifting (laughs) them up Come on girl She's my wisdom She's my wisdom She's my wisdom (laughs) <laughs> She's my firecracker. Y'all, this oh is so gosh. cute. You guys, thank you for coming. We're thank so happy you. that you're here. And that sign is How so sweet. cute. Oh, that made our day. Loved it. I loved it. All right. <laughs> um, so we okay, we're about going Billie back Eilish. to Billie Eilish. Yeah, so she is story? on the
1: variety power of women yeah. issue. And uh-huh. she talks about growing up too fast.
0: Yeah. She was 13 when she kind of hit the public stage. Yeah. And that means that You are kind of forced to grow up quickly because you are doing a lot of grown up things. Yes. So now
1: she's 21, which Mm -hmm. is still young. Like a kid. Kid. She said, I realized because my life became so adult very young, I forgot that I was still that young. Mm -hmm. I settled in a lot of ways. I lived my life as if I was in my 70s. I realized
0: that I don't, recently, that I don't need to do that. I think for a lot of kids, uh, young people who become either famous or whatever, or are forced to grow up because of their circumstances, you have to. Like, you're the one who's in charge of your siblings because mom has to work. You're the one. Like, if you lose your childhood, you are in that number. And I get where she's coming from. It's like you missed all the fun yeah. teenage and the stuff. time when you can make mistakes you know yes. i feel like
1: some kids have so much pressure yeah. on them for whatever reason yeah. that they don't feel like they can be free it's so funny too cuz i think for a lot of kids there and i kind of remember being this like mm. i just wanted to be older yes i just wanted to i couldn't wait till my life started when you think about that time of your life I know. is the most
0: joyful. I know it's the time you're the freest. You don't realize it. No. You think you have all these rules, but you actually have like very little responsibility and you're just, you are free.
1: And I remember playing games where I pretended yeah. I was were an adult,
0: you know, and did, did you, these things. Did you feel like, I mean, you had to grow up a little quicker or did your parents no. let you be kids? Yeah. They let us be kids. That's cool.
1: But, I will say one thing that I kind of marvel at with, mm-hmm. with Mila is that she's, she said the other day, she said, I just, I cried last night because I right. kept thinking that things are going too fast that I've gotten so much older and I don't want to get older so wow. fast. And it's like, she's happy she's aware where of, she is. And she's aware and of she, that. Yeah. she And I do think like,
0: let's help our kids realize that they are allowed to be children. Yes. Cause I think I know my kids even now are like, when I'm 16, yeah. I get to do what I want. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. What are you talking about? But it is true. And you feel for a lot of these kind of young stars too, who did miss out on, you know, the dating yes. and the little things that you do when you're a kid playing on teams yeah. doing all those that's like rites of passage. Yeah, I know cuz that's so so yeah. joyful.
1: Mm-hmm. Um all right, so for the New York Jets, they have a new Giants. quarterback. Giants. Mm-hmm. Sorry, g- sorry Giants fans. <laughs> they have a new quarterback his name is Tommy DeVito. Uh-huh. And he re- he says there's no place like home and by home we mean is Mama's home.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's 25, and he told ESPN he likes to live with his parents. He said living in his childhood home in New Jersey is, quote, a no-brainer. And here's why, quote, everything that I need is at the house. You don't have to worry about laundry, what I'm eating for dinner, chicken cutlets, and all that (laughs) waiting for me when I get there. My mom still makes my bed. Everything Everything is is handled for me. me. I think on the, my mom still makes my bed. It was a little bit of uh, a, (laughs) maybe. Oh, wait. I feel like, you
1: know, God gives you sort of those lessons when you need them the most. This could very well be Hal Hager in 22 years. (laughs) Why is that? Because I love him so much.
0: I love him and I still make his crib. So I feel like I needed this lesson. Yeah, you needed to. Well, you sort of get it. First of all, he's 25. He's a professional football player. I'm sure, number one, he's helping with all the expenses and doing all that kind of stuff. And um, he's at kind of this age. His family is near where he's working. Yes. A lot of kids are doing that. He's probably busy. <laughs> he's very busy,
1: and it's not like he's just hanging out in his mom's basement. He's busy during the day, and he comes home to chicken cutlets at and a big bed. bed. I don't, listen. Not probably great for the next girlfriend he has, but exactly. I get it. Exactly.
0: Exactly. If you're going to date him next, you got, you better be ready to do all of that business because <laughs> he's so used to it. That's what normal know. life is. My mom makes my bed and I have my dinner ready and my laundry is, it's probably folded. Oh. And in the, drawers. put in the drawers,
1: the <laughs> stock drawers all organized. I can't help <laughs> but I do fantasize about having my children
0: live with you later? Yeah. Yeah. Like what at what ages? Like 20 22 yeah. 20 right after college. After, or like next, what about next door neighbors? Oh, that would be cool. By the way, in a lot of cultures, families all live, number one, in the same yes. apartment building, yes. in the same neighborhood, in the same home. You know, it's like that. Here, we, it's so weird. I know, it's like you everyone, feel
1: kind of isolated, yeah. you know, because we, I, neither one of us live really close Not to our, our families, parents, yeah. and so we're doing this on yes, our own. Yes, yes. I will say, last year, I lived with my cousin. We moved. You love that. And for the first two months— I lived with my cousin because we didn't have a house and it was so fun. I loved it. See, that? Because we were a pod. There was always yes. an adult around to yes. do something.
0: It was great. I kind of like that. Okay, up next is a big music star in a hot new romance. Oh, who are we talking about? We got Justin Sylvester and he's got the scoop right after this. All right, if you need your fix of celebrity scoop, you have come to
1: the right place. And we've got our Hollywood hotshot, Justin Sylvester, and he's ready to fill us in on all the hot headlines. Hi, Just, Justin. Justin,
0: we, the, Grammys, the Grammys came and went, the nominations, and we, we didn't pay enough attention. No, we did not. You need to shine a light.
2: All you need to know is that the Grammys are all female this year. I'm telling you, it's like dating in a, in a big city. I can't find a man nowhere in these nominations. And I kind of love it. It's kind of crazy because artist, record, song of the year, dominated by the girls. Let's take a look at this right now. Because album of the year has some people you guys may know. You know, you have Taylor Swift, yeah. Miley Cyrus, Janelle Monae, wow. SZA, Olivia Rodgers. Rigo Now, I don't know what John Batiste did, wh- what Kris Jenner he pulled, but he got himself in here. And of course, this album is one of the best of the year. So you're going to see a lot of ladies on this red carpet.
0: Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yes. And John his album, album is, is to die for,
1: Transformation. Yeah, it really is. Who to the,
2: die for. Who
1: got the most nominations?
2: Okay, this is crazy. SZA. Nine nominations. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Okay, Mm. we hear
1: that there's a new uh, Hollywood... Couple. Sean Mendez dating someone possibly, allegedly.
2: Well, we don't know if they're a couple, but if Sean Mendez can pick up the phone, because I've been reaching out to ask him for a comment because I got questions. Mm-hmm. So back in April, we saw Sean and Camilla at Coachella getting cozy and everybody was wondering if they were back together. But now he's been seen walking around town with this woman named Charlie Travers. Now, there's not much to know about Charlie Travers. All we really know about her was she was on Big Brother UK. She's a UK reality star. And that's it. She's 37. He's 25. You know, maybe he's doing that thing where he's like trying to date, you know, a more mature lady, which I get. Because I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about Jacob Elordi. He was in the studio not too long ago. Jen
0: and I actually interviewed him by Zoom yes. a while back. Uh he's fine like wine. We and think he's the kindest. Th- and he's such a sweet human yeah. being.
2: And he's on the cover of GQ. Doesn't he remind you of Leonardo DiCaprio back in his early years where like you're like, starting to see that fire get lit for him? He's
1: definitely having a moment. He's having a moment. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, he's having a huge moment. Here's what I really love about GQ. For some odd reason, men get really honest in GQ. You remember Brad Pitt did that whole GQ spread? Now Jacob Elardi's doing it. He said in his GQ spread that he turned down reading for Superman because he thought that they were too dark for him. He also said that he hated making The Kissing Booth, which is the movies that we know him for, you know, on Netflix, which is crazy, he said they're ridiculous and not universal, and he didn't like them at all. Um, he's also one of the GQ men of the year, and he's coming out this year playing Elvis Presley in Priscilla. By the way, Jen and I remember interviewing
0: him and his parents were in the background of the hotel because they always they travel with him. So we had such a soft yeah, we think spot he's for Jacob Lordy.
1: Um, Justin, we heard that you recently had your men's health shoes. You're very fancy. And we also want to say we yeah. heard about your birthday. And ha- so we have a little surprise Happy for birthday, you. Happy birthday,
0: Justin.
2: Well, oh, uh, I'm framing good. this right here. Yes, you are. <laughs>
0: Happy birthday, birthday, Justin. Justin. Happy birthday. Thank
2: you, guys. You can
0: check out Justin weekdays at 11 on our sister network, E. Coming up next, y'all. You know her from Bad Sisters. Now,
1: Irish actress Eve Hewson has a new, is getting a a movie with a ton of new buzz. She's going to tell us all about it right after this. Y'all know Irish actress Eve Hewson from one of my favorite TV shows. I've talked about it over and over again, Bad Sisters. Now she's starring alongside Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a new movie called Flora and Son, and the critics are crazy
0: about it. Yeah, I mean, super crazy. They are raving, and Eve plays a young mom who realizes how music can re-energize a lifelong dream and help her connect with her son.
3: Take a look. Tell me what you feel about her. Can't stop thinking of her. Good. Obsession. You're obsessed. I suppose. I was obsessed with your da. I don't care. So, go on. She's totally out of me, late. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. She gets off with Keith. She thinks that Keith can offer her something. He's all glamorous and dangerous with the thousand euro jackets. She needs to know that once she's done with her gangster, he'll be there.
0: Oh! oh. Eve.
1: Okay. First of all, we're so happy to have you Over here. Thank you for having me. We were telling you, we read some of these headlines, some of these reviews. I feel like Rolling Stone said that this yeah. is your star turn.
3: Is that yeah, still- baby. Your star turn. <laughs> <are> crazy. <laughs> I know. It's been very, very special. Since the moment it came out at Sundance, it's just been kind of an explosion and an embarrassment of riches really.
0: And how does it feel to receive that? Because this is such a tough business and people are quick to criticize. So when you get at a girls, you know, you should really revel in that. It feels
3: really good. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's really nice. I've been doing this for a while, so it feels really good to have a moment like this.
0: Well, and you're also playing a lead in a musical that had to have been daunting at the outset.
3: Yeah. And I don't sing. I'm not a singer. I never wanted to sing. So this was a moment I really had to sort of climb Mount Everest in my head and go, okay. But it was John Carney, our director. Yes. And he just kind of said, well, it's from your perspective. So why don't you come in and will you bring some lyrics and I'll bring a melody and we'll see if we come up with something. So every weekend we would go on a Saturday and shoot through the week and then record and write and and uh, come up with these songs. And this guy
0: who you're talking about also is the director of Once. One which of our is one of favorite. Our, and yeah. the music in it is incredible. So yeah. how was that give and take? Was he, what was it like working with him directly? On- He's
3: so generous and really yeah. spontaneous as yeah. well. So in the middle of the night, he'll send you a song. You know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And we had so many different ideas that it felt very... It felt less daunting. Mm. It felt more kind of in the moment, and there was no time to be scared, which I think was better for me. Okay, Mm.
1: so you say you weren't a musician, but Mm. now you obviously are.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> if, I mean, I if, for example... According to Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> if
1: li- you get Grammy nominated, you will be the singer yeah.
0: and the writer
3: on know, some of these. I know, I know. I did not plan on this happening. It's but so just, will you continue in music? I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I used to play the piano when I was younger and I used to play the drums, but I hated the guitar. You hated it? I hated it. I still hated the strings. And it's just... Oh, but it's so fingers. beautiful. Um... But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of brought me back to my childhood a bit. So You're- it's it's nice.
0: Well, your dad is Bono. So yeah. it must have... What, what was his feedback on the music? Was he...
3: He was over the moon. Oh. I didn't tell him anything about it until it was done because I was scared yeah. he was going to become like you know, crazy about it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he, he called me and he was like, you know what? This song is so big. This song, High Life. I think you should get Rihanna to be on it. And I was like, you want me to get Rihanna to be on this song? He's like, it's incredible. Just call her up. And Rihanna can come on. She's a mother now. She'll get it. I was like, what world do you live in? Do
1: you think that I can do that? (laughs) I know you know this, but I've, I have gotten the chance to interview your dad or see him and things. He is so proud of you. He Always talks about you and your sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd like to see. That love mm-hmm. is just a really beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know my
3: daughter, she's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives all of my credits all the time. Have you seen this movie, this movie? you got to watch this show. <laughs>
0: totally, it's We do. Crazy. I mean, we're talking about your great reviews for this movie, this musical, but you're really hitting something now. I mean, when, when Rolling Stone was talking about A Star Turn, it wasn't just about this one movie. Yeah. It was about kind of this collective moment that you're in. Um, so how are you kind of navigating your career? during this kind of crazy
3: time? I don't know. I mean, it's been really special. It sort of started when, during the pandemic, when I went back to to Ireland, back Uh home. And I started working with Irish writers, Sharon Horgan Mm -hmm. and Irish directors, John Carney. And I kind of went more into comedy and I'd always been given dramatic roles, which is amazing. It's very flattering to do them. But I think comedy is more in my wheelhouse. I think people sort of... Like me a little bit more <laughs> when I have to crack a joke and make them laugh. So, yeah, it's been a very special few years. Uh-huh. Well, and Bad Sisters is back. Come are y'all are shooting we We're shooting, season, shooting two. season two right now. Our table read, we were crying <laughs> laughing. It's like, so good. It's brilliant. I think Sharon's knocked it out of the park. Oh. She's a
1: genius. Can we also just say we have something else in common? We're proud cat mothers. I know. Oh my I God, know. your
0: kitty cat drinking out of the toilet. <laughs> I saw
1: the picture. <laughs> Wait, what is your <laughs> kitty so cat? Luna?
3: Luna? Luna. She's honestly, she's more famous oh, than see, me now. It's like, everyone Luna. wants to talk about Luna. Well,
0: well,
1: I know and I would love it if Luna and Hollywood could have a play. My cat's her, name is Hollywood. Look, do we Oh, have there's a, no picture of Oh, a, oh wait, look, look, wait, look at Luna. Did Luna get her, a bath? Yeah, she fell into the bath. She
0: fell in? Okay, she's <laughs> super she's so cute. She's pretty cute. cute. All right, well, thank Eve, We're you. such
1: fans of yours. Thanks for thank coming to so see us. Thank you. And Flora and Son is streaming
0: now on Apple TV+. Plus. Up next, they got a hot podcast. and They perform in front of sold-out crowds. We're going to meet the women behind and normal Gossip coming up after this. You are so off. Now to a juicy podcast that everybody cannot stop talking about. It. it is time for Hoda and Jenna's Hot Pods. Okay, this one has got drama. Oh, uh, what else? It's got scandal. Uh-huh. And
1: it's got these two ladies right here, host Kelsey McKinney and producer Alex Sujong Laughlin. We're going to dish with them in a moment. But first, let's check out Normal gossip. Mm. Hi, and welcome to Normal Gossip. In each episode of this podcast, we're going to bring you an anonymous morsel of gossip from the real world. Declared delicious by both the New Yorker and pop star Dua Lipa, listeners have flocked to the podcast Normal Gossip. What? What? In each episode, host Kelsey McKenney breaks down anonymous fan-submitted stories of real life workplace scandals parties gone wrong, and even community water aerobics drama.
4: Erin is like, I have been taking a lot of things into account that do not seem like my job. I am doing the lifeguard's job.
1: I am doing your job. I quit. What started as a phone call from Kelsey's mother with a little lighthearted gossip has turned into a smash hit podcast after she teamed up with producer Alex Sujong Laughlin. What pops up when she Googles Carol's name is two full pages of local news articles.
4: Ooh, we love it. She finds out that Carol has been
1: operating a knockoff essential oils Amazon company out of her apartment. Fans can't get enough from listening parties to Alex and Kelsey's sold-out live shows. There's nothing normal about how obsessed people have become. Guys. Hi guys. Hi. Okay, yo, This is not just normal gossip. No. <laughs> No. This is extraordinary gossip. Thank you. <laughs> How did this come to you? It was, it was during the pandemic, right? And
4: your mom called with a little... Yeah, a little, my mom called me with a little morsel about my second cousin who had gone on a bachelorette trip and flipped off a four-wheeler and had to get her thumb amputated, which oh. was, like, so Absolutely. chaotic wow. and a little sad. Um, yeah. But I was like, I haven't had anything to share with any of my friends for months, so <laughs> I'm going to call them all on the phone. Because you were um, in
1: the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. All we were talking about was, like, toilet paper. And And, and there was
0: you're right. There was one single conversation and everyone's like, did you get covid? Does you know someone who has covid? You get supplies. So how did you go from a morsel of gossip, which is interesting, into this highly rated, incredible podcast?
4: We realized, you know, people want to hear stories about people like them, and there's like a kind of joy that comes when you're at a bar, a kind of like effusiveness yeah. when you're talking about gossip with your friends. And so we turned it into a podcast. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and this isn't mean gossip. Yeah, we should underscore no. that. Yeah, Tell us crucially, about that. Crucially, yeah. I mean, because this show came about in the pandemic during times when we were all... Not doing so hot. (laughs) Um, The whole point of the show is to have fun. And that's true for us, but also for the listeners. Our hope is that it's always lighthearted and fun.
0: But what if... You're the one who had the amputated thumb and you hear about <laughs> it. You're like, did my friend call up like they because you could hear your specific story, I would imagine. I imagine many people have. Well, because these are real how, stories, yeah, right? So how yeah. do they react when when someone knows it's them?
4: So all of our stories come from listener-submitted gossips. They're yeah. all real, but we anonymize them by changing names, locations, major details so oh, that okay. they cannot be traced uh, back to the
1: people that the stories are okay. about. Because we don't want to like hurt hurt anybody. Yeah, sure. yeah. So there is historical context with gossip. Yes. It's been here. It's been here <laughs> it's with been us here for a, a long, long, time. long time. Tell us that. Tell us about that. Uh, I, gossip is
4: kind of the way that we structure our societies, mm-hmm. right? Like you learn the morals of your community by people gossiping. You learn to talk to each other by gossiping. It's mm-hmm. like an evolutionary purpose. Mm-hmm. You also
5: protect each other by gossiping. Mm-hmm. so? Oh, well, you know, I think that Whisper Networks and Me Too is a perfect example of mm-hmm. uh, information sharing that could be called gossip, By some people Mm -hmm. and by others, it's a means of survival. Uh, Alex, give us a
0: little taste. So what are some of the kind of (laughs) stories that people tell you about?
5: We have this one story um, about a family who, for years, they believed that one cousin had flushed a hot dog down the toilet at a family (laughs) gathering and clogged the plumbing. It was a whole drama. And basically, after like 15 years, we find out that it's a different person than we thought. So Uh, we've been blaming blaming it on poor Uncle Pete all (laughs)
2: along?
0: Wow. That's a good one. Any others that's come to mind?
5: Yeah,
4: we have one this season about a bride who takes her entire bachelorette party, which is 25 bridesmaids, on a bachelorette trip abroad to a sardine festival and it becomes very chaotic as you can imagine i'm seeing your faces (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: okay and you you guys have been on tour which must i mean you get to see people react to these stories what what is the reaction i know this is amazing guys
5: (laughs) oh it's so amazing to to see everybody in real life um because you know we record it uh, remotely mm. we are silent the only reactions we ever get are from the guests who we're recording with uh, when you have 800, 900 people gasping all yeah. at once <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a different experience oh my wow. gosh well you guys have really Congrats. hit something you really have What happened? happy you guys you. came and
1: normal gossip is available across all major podcast platforms
0: coming up next Ali Love shares her favorite gear and tips to help you survive the busy travel season that's coming up right after this Hey you guys, it's so crazy these sell out crowds All right. We're gearing up for the busiest travel season of the year. So for our series with love, we're getting some tips from a very seasoned traveler. That is right. It's our girl today.
1: Contributor Ali Love is practically a professional <laughs> packer and she's uh-huh. going to let us know what works for her and maybe oh. it'll help for us. All yes. right.
0: So okay. you're, like, you're a strategy person. I am a
6: strategy She lays it out. I like to fit a lot of things in a very small area, okay. just like most people. Okay. So the first thing I recognize is that bag with zippers, like as my personal carry on is not my jam. Okay. The reason for that I don't know if you have like a cup of tea or you have things in your hand, and all of a sudden you get to the gate and they're like, "Can I see your passport?" Oh, and you're like, and "You're like, I need, I to, get need to get in." A- get in so, so this bag stands up. You need a bag yep. that stands up. That, by the way, so cute. Yes, cute. opens up and everything's inside. And what okay. I do because this could be a jungle, right? In all honesty, mm-hmm. is I put things in pouches. I color code my pouches. Wait, color code? So, yes. So I have Bali. one pouch. I know. What's the part? I know. Yes. Like I have one pouch for like medicine. So I'm like, all my medicine's in here. It's in the bag. Right. Electronics. We're talking about. We were talking right. about headphones just now. Yeah. Everything. From phone chargers, headphones are in yeah. one bag. Yeah. Another Makeup. thing, my snacks, snacks. and all my skincare yeah. goes in there.
1: So I just pull out a zip, Wait, open it up. She really mm. needs to help us see, badly. It, you should see Hoda's bag. Open in a zip mine. bag and mine, and for that matter. I'm yeah. not going to throw stones. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, <laughs> now let's, <laughs> <Don't> talk, <throw laughs> let's talk snacks. One thing you do which which sort of surprised me is you do not eat a big meal before you fly. I do not. I don't know Why? how I'm going to feel. I
0: don't yeah. know if you get a
1: little bloated, a
6: little gassy sometimes on flights or yeah. long train. Or you don't feel well. You just don't feel well. And also, like you're going to be sitting for a very long time. So drive. if you're going
1: to be sitting, you're not moving. You don't really need
6: the nutrients, no. right? So what I do is one of those little pouches, like I'm a pouch queen. I have all my snacks. I love bone broth. You add hot water. You hot are, water,
0: you are having bone broth on the plane? I
6: am, honey. It's fabulous. You're one of those people. You're
1: one of those people. Can smell. I get a couple of so up, Smells like, is- like Gravy.
6: This is great to
1: de-bloat. I will. It really? tastes good. Wait, I, I love it. it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to be drinking Wait, this on the way. Yes. Look. They're
6: little pouches that go in your snack or pouch over there. Mix. And hot you just put hot water and this yes, is how it tastes. You take it. a water bottle. You put your hot Wait, we water. We should water be water having log. bone broth. We're Lots way behind the, the times. Little hacks that change your life. Okay, okay, I love mix. this. Oatmeal as well. I love pretzels. Oh, oatmeal. You just ask for water again. Yes. Hot water. It's free if you're traveling on a train, in a car. Okay. One of my favorite are, I'm going to pull these out. What are those? These are Smart Press. Little pack. This is just a perfect what is pack. It? Beetroot, extra energy. You don't need a lot of caffeine. What, you, what do you do with this? it? You tea? just add water. You just no beetroot juice. Oh, it's juice. It's just oh, a juice. Green, green juice. juice. All of your vitamins, vitamins, all the good things. A little pineapple Wait. chia Wait. cleanse. Helps with debloating. So you oh, thank just you. put and this then, in your water bottle uh-huh, and then protein. Up. That's it. When you need to be satiated, exactly. It's a perfect pack. they You compact, also like these. Really good. They taste this, good. "Honestly, this is one of my favorite things on the planet." Okay, let's talk. Let's talk hydration.
0: Wait, what about this? She said she Oh, I like, and these are great Sorry, for like if so someone's listening. on the plane yeah like and they're
6: hungry you can share you're like hey, yeah okay share. okay hydration okay. yeah I um, I go to the bathroom a lot of times yeah. on the plane. <laughs> hydration <laughs> station. That's what she always
1: says on the health time. right? We know. <laughs> I got it. Uh huh. Okay. You nailed it. Uh-huh. Hydration station. I drink uh-huh. water all day, like yeah. on the plane. Yeah. But the car, uh, you get the dehydrated time. on planes, so you so yeah. more just- water than
6: usual. And okay. Not only dehydrated on the inside, but on the outside. Okay. So what? Do I do you was do? on TikTok and I saw this girl. She did like a twelve step program for your skin, and I was like, who has the time to do that? Nobody. Right. I will be honest. I am the person who will go to sleep with her makeup on. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: huh. I will. I know. I knew you were gonna say. Shredden. No, I said, uh, I, I don't judge you because oh, look at your beautiful skin. Thank you. Okay, thank so you. what do you
6: take? So what I these? do is I have, these are face mm-hmm. wipes. Great to wipe mm-hmm. your face. Mm-hmm. I love this. I love an aqua four right aqua 4. here. Yeah. her mm-hmm. nose chat mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I always bring these things. A face spray. This is great. Hydration face spray, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Hydration mm-hmm. station. I love eye mask. Mm-hmm. So instead of 12 steps on my own time, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll do four steps. And then okay. the last thing are my essentials. Socks. I do not like putting my own socks on the floor of a plane or a train. So I cover them with travel socks. Headphones. I always carry hot sauce in my bag, swag like Beyonce. Oh my God, you are hilarious. You are hilarious. My husband loves strawberry jam. And then my favorite thing (laughs) is if you've ever been on a traveling in public and you fall asleep sitting up and you go like this. Yeah. And no one, I always travel with a little handkerchief and I go like this. So, Just, I can, so, so I can open can have my mouth. mouth open if you want,
0: <laughs> but nobody cares. I they know. Love, they, yes. But you're, these are all brilliant. Allie, Allie yeah. I'm going to start having bone broth. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Thank I love you, that you thank always take my drink. I, I, I love That's your ideas. That's so good. It's so it's it's good. So good. good. Okay. Coming up next. Yeah. One of our favorite, yes! best selling authors. Michelle is here. Yes. The best. I have a it great. Mori, Maury
0: the whole. Sunny's with love is. big So, so excited. <laughs> Author, journalist, and philanthropist Mitch Album has written eight number one books, eight of them, including, of course, Tuesdays with Maury, one of the best-selling memoirs mm. of all time. Yeah, his latest novel is called The Little Liar. It's a parable that explores truth, deception, and, of course, forgiveness. Every time Mitch Album comes on this show, he is about to deliver, like, a book full of life lessons, and they always come with a bow on them, and they're always different. <laughs> and this book is is about the truth, yeah. which is a beautiful, obvious concept. How did the concept come to you, Mitch?
7: Well, uh, I've been working on this for a long time. It basically is a kind of an epic love story between two kids in Greece, Nico and Fanny, who were separated when the Nazis come into their village during World War II. Fanny's taken... Away to the ghetto but nico is held because he's never told a lie in his life Mm -hmm. and the nazis decide to use him they put him on the train tracks and they say just tell people that they're going to new jobs and new homes and then you can go back to your family Mm -hmm. so thinking he's telling the truth he does this and only when the last train is sent out he sees his family and fanny being shoved into a boxcar and he learns that they're going to the concentration camps and it's what happens to him over the next 40 years, is he has to live with what he's done, and he changes his name, and he becomes a pathological liar, and he, he can't face the truth. Right. But Fanny gets out and tries to find him to forgive him. For, because she knows it wasn't his fault.
1: One of the writing techniques you did in this beautiful book was you used truth yeah. mm-hmm. as the narrator, yeah. which is a beautiful concept. How did you decide to do
7: Well, because I decided this, the first lines, you can trust the story you are about to hear. You can trust it because I'm telling it to you and I'm the only thing in this world you can trust. I'm the shadow you cannot outrun. I am truth. Oh. And I figured if a book starts like that, people will want to read what comes next.
0: Yes. <laughs> how does this come to you? Like, I'm always fascinated with all of your books. I know how Tuesdays with Maury obviously came to be, but every book you have has a unique perspective, a unique point of view. Um, how does the, how does the structure come to you?
7: Well, to be honest, almost every book that I've written since Tuesdays with Maury has a piece of Tuesdays with Maury in it, mm. something that I learned alongside him. And in this case, it was a lesson about forgiveness mm. that, you know, as he was dying, he said to me, Mitch, if there's anybody you love or you care about, let your arguments go, forgive everyone, everything, and then forgive yourself. Mm. And I wanted to do a book that was about what's the worst thing you've ever done or the worst lie you've ever told and what would you do to be forgiven? Mm. And this is really a a story about this little boy tries to be forgiven as he grows up and, and how love ultimately heals him. I mean, forgiveness is such you're going to start crying. Again. I know and this happens every time I come on the show. Something
0: about Mitch. You know why? Because he's living in this truth. He's yeah. living in this place of purpose and not just from your beautiful books, but from your orphanage in Haiti, like you are walking the walk. I mean, I feel like so many people do things and say they're going to this, by the way, is Mitch Album's orphanage that he has been running in Haiti for years and it is, you know, just it's all goodness. Tell yeah. us a little bit about mm-hmm. what well,
7: the kids are doing great. They're very inspiring. In fact, you know, the book is about kids because I spend so much time with yeah. kids and I kind of understand their traumas. And they're actually um, reviewers like I, I give them my books and let them read them now because we don't have TV. We don't have Internet. So books are huge. And. And they, I think they actually did a, like a series of reviews of the book, and uh, they give me a lot of good tips. What
1: would they say about it? I
7: don't. I think you have a video of it. I, I, I think they're going to like it. You know, they're not yeah. going to tell me that it's bad. But um, <laughs> you know, Haiti's very tough. Uh, it's very unsafe, but the kids are remarkable. What are
0: they? What are you? I mean, I know what you're giving to the kids. What are they giving uh, to you? Everything.
7: Everything. Everything. Perspective, love. Um, the feeling that you're doing something important. I always say we sleep on a little four-inch mattress there, unlike a very, very nice mattress we have at home. But I never sleep as well as when I'm in 80 because I go to bed knowing that I'm doing something important and I wake up to the sounds of kids squealing outside, Mr. Mitch, come outside, you know. And so um, what could be more significant than that?
0: I know you said in your life you and your wife didn't have biological children, but you have so many kids. And I think that's just such a beautiful, beautiful testament. yeah. yeah. Do you? And this book is another one. I mean, I have a little Mitch album section in my house because whenever I feel like I'm in a funk, I pick one up. And I'm like, you know what? This will turn it around. Yeah. And this book is timely and beautiful and important.
7: Yeah. Well, especially now with what's going on with the truth. You know, there's an old expression, a lie told once is always a lie, but a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. And uh, we're in a time that there's a lot of stuff like that going on. People are picking their own truths. So it's important to remember that, you know truth is a a precious virtue that we need to protect
0: it's
1: very true thank you mitch thank Thank you we're so so happy you're here we feel better
7: you got it i'd feel better if you didn't start crying every time (laughs) we can't help you i'm gonna get a complex
1: (laughs) you can check out the little liar y'all go and get it you can get it at slash
0: books or wherever you buy your books and we'll be back right after this Okay, that was such a fun show, but I just have one question. Jenny and Tammy, did y'all have fun? We had a blast. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. That's
1: all that matters. And Jenny's 45th birthday. Woo! Happy, Happy birthday. Celebrate.
0: Oh, my God. Jenna. Which one's Hoda and which one's Jenna? Jenny. Jenna. Did she, she miss the top of the show? i yep. yep. Hoda. I love yeah. you. All right, tomorrow we're going to catch up with Gwen Stefani. Oh, and SNL's Punky Johnson. has will stop by. Thanksgiving cooking with Melba Wilson. Bye. Bye. Bye.